Welcome to the Curious Podcast, where we are constantly in the process of getting to the bottom of shit. In this episode, we will be discussing the strange case of two small towns where sleep is a nightmare. Often hours or even days pass only for inhabitants to wake and remember nothing. How did such a peculiar case get solved, only to breed more suspicion, speculation and rumours? Halachi and Krasnogorsk are fairly small village-type settlements located in northern Kazakhstan, with most of the locals being ethnic Russians and Germans. Both are quiet areas with only 810 residents in total. Nothing much ever happened in the area until March of 2013. Villagers would fall unconscious unexpectedly into a deep slumber. The strange sickness struck at any time, whether it be in the middle of walking, riding a motorcycle, or at school as some have reported. Those affected would then wake up with memory loss, grogginess, weakness, nausea, and headaches, having no idea what the cause was. Some villagers fell victim to this sleepiness more than half a dozen times. Many were often unable to stay awake for any longer than a bathroom trip, with some sufferers sleeping for up to six days at a time. One man even woke up in the Kazakh capital of Astana, unable to remember his journey or how he even got on the plane. I can only imagine how scary it must be having parts of your memory just totally blacked out and not remembering what happened, not knowing how you got there. This is truly bizarre. As a byproduct of this sickness, people were constantly feeling nauseous and dizzy, often ranting about visions only they could see, adamant that it was real, and even becoming uncharacteristically violent. More than 100 people fell ill at some point, even a cat was affected. Doctors had trouble diagnosing the disease that affected about 1 in 10 people. Igor Samusenko, whose son was affected by the condition, told Russia Today in December, Doctors haven't been able to work out what's causing this illness, although some have suggested mass psychosis. Other people think the village's location, close to a former uranium mine which closed more than two decades ago, could be behind it. Although, no abnormal readings have been found in samples of the village's water or soil, the TV channel states. But of course, due to the peculiar nature of the case, multiple investigations into the cause were carried out. Experts studied various factors such as patients' ages, schedules, the town's air quality, the food and water people were consuming, but it turned up nothing. So as well as drowsiness and dizziness and just sickness, people were having weird hallucinations as well and no one could really get to the bottom of that. A Russia Today documentary crew visited the small towns in 2015 and spoke to a local mum who shared that her son was seeing frogs on the wall. The mother of the boy told the crew, It was scary to see. I could barely stand it, being in the hospital and watching my son suffer every day. 
Still, no one really has an explanation why people were having such weird hallucinations or even hallucinations at all. Very early on though, many suspected the cause was an old uranium mine that was active during Kazakhstan-Soviet era. It had long been abandoned and unused since the early 1990s. The uranium mine's obvious dangers were radon gas and radiation. People's hair and fingernails were tested for radiation, but doctors could find nothing wrong with the patients and no factors to tie all the weird symptoms together. The mysterious epidemic truly puzzled everyone and by January of 2015, local reports claim that over half of the village's population planned to move elsewhere. The government also began relocating inhabitants from both towns to safer areas. To be honest, it does make me raise an eyebrow that even though they really couldn't figure out what was going on, the government was very quick to relocate all the inhabitants. They also were giving them priority in other cities to get jobs, to have benefits. Why was there so much priority? Why was there so much kindness? Most of the time when governments are very nice to the public, I think there's a nefarious um, intention and there's something going on that people don't know is going on. So by this time, about two years had passed and there was still no conclusion to the sleep sickness mystery. The general public speculated amongst themselves, of course, on whether the towns had been secretly poisoned or had it been a rare case of mass hysteria. And I'm not sure how big this speculation was or how suspicious locals were, but I think it did spark something in the government or triggered them somehow. So the reason I say this is because finally, in the summer of 2015, authorities announced that they had cracked the case. The cause of the sleep sickness was high levels of carbon monoxide and hydrocarbons coming from the mines. So yeah, somehow these two gases were released out of the mines into the atmosphere and it was able to just infect the whole airspace in that entire area and that was the explanation that they gave. At the time of the announcement, a radiologist who had been studying the outbreak told BuzzFeed that this explanation was only the working theory and that researchers were still studying the medical anomaly. That doesn't sound like they 100% agreed with the government's hasty announcement, and they were the actual experts. In late December of that year, scientists from the National Nuclear Center of Kazakhstan confirmed the carbon monoxide theory to be true. Carbon monoxide binds to human blood 200 times more strongly than oxygen, which means it's very easy for carbon monoxide to suffocate a human being even if there's still oxygen in the air. It is known that carbon monoxide does cause unconsciousness as well as other symptoms, but some experts say the symptoms are not specific enough to tie them to the sleep sickness, and that is the problem with saying that carbon monoxide was the cause. Mining experts also add it's very unusual that carbon monoxide from the uranium mines were the cause of the sickness. This is because the mines next to the two villages were inactive 
and have been inactive since the 1990s. For carbon monoxide to even have been created, the uranium mines had to have been active. Essentially, the government's explanation is BS. Mine experts from around the world also had a lot to say about this, and many had questions like, how did so much gas manage to escape into the open air all at once? I'm having a hard time with this, says Robert Ferreter, a mine safety specialist at the Colorado School of Mines. So things are pretty fishy, and when international experts openly beg to differ, with a government's explanation on something so unusual, such as the cause of this sleep sickness, mind you, a government that obviously has its own experts and health officials, it does raise the question on if this is truly a government cover-up. Sorry to be the conspiracy theorist, but it just doesn't add up. Due to the sleep sickness, we know that people in the two small settlements have fallen asleep while riding a motorcycle, milking cows, and selling at a market store, as several outlets have reported. With that being said, gas escaping from a mine would have to travel a very long way without dispersing, staying at a high enough concentration to cause problems above ground. Maybe possible, but very, very unlikely, especially with carbon monoxide poisoning where it's supposed to be potent enough to literally suffocate you and being out in the open air, I doubt that would happen compared to when you're in a home. Of course, it would suffocate you when you're at home. Your home is an enclosed space, so it's easier for the gas to obviously get into your bloodstream and then asphyxiate you. Most carbon monoxide poisoning cases happen in the home or in a building. It's really weird to hear that people that are walking around in open air are being poisoned by carbon monoxide. I'm sure it has happened and there are some cases, but to poison a whole village or two settlements that are next to each other, it's just very, very unusual. And experts have said it too. Experts are scratching their heads about it, wondering what's going on in Kazakhstan because everyone outside of Kazakhstan is questioning it, but those in the government have just written it off as well it's carbon monoxide poisoning and no one needs to ask any more questions. Even Kazakhstan's own health ministry reported that people who had fallen ill tested negative for carbon monoxide poisoning. Though granted, the test can be wrong if people get it too late. Backtracking a bit back to January of 2015, Around that time, the CDC reported on their site an increased risk of narcolepsy was found following vaccination with Pandromix. Other major symptoms of this vaccine can include cataplexy, which is muscle weakness, vivid dream-like images or hallucinations, as well as total paralysis just before falling asleep or just after waking up. So... The symptoms for that 2009 vaccination are not completely the same as the symptoms for the sleep sickness. However, there are some slight similarities. So with that being said, it begs the question as to why Kazakhstan and their government have not undergone any type of investigation just like Finland has done or Sweden has done or the UK itself because they saw unusual changes in their general population and then they try to act as quickly as they could to figure out what was going on. 
it just seems very suspicious that they haven't even ruled it out. It's just one slapstick answer of carbon monoxide and there's no other investigations of anything else. The two towns' mysterious sleeping sickness and its international media coverage has led to curiosity and endless rumours to this day. At one point in time, rumours pointed to bad vodka as the cause, but doctors dismissed the idea in 2013 when none out of the six people affected at the time had any. Vodka, that is. It's pretty funny to me that they actually tested if people were having bad vodka because in one of my previous episodes called The Devil's Juice, I did speak about Russia and their history with alcohol and counterfeit alcohol too. Kazakhstan was a part of the USSR up until the 1990s when they left and they wanted to go independent. However, they probably still do have the same cultural attachment to alcohol that Russia does. So it makes sense why they were trying to find out if it was bad vodka causing it. However, I think that's a big stretch when there's so many other things that they could have looked at. Many experts and locals still side-eye the theory that carbon monoxide caused the strange sleep sickness and all its symptoms. I myself have scratched my head many a time researching this case and trying to make sense of all the weird twists and turns. We may never know the true cause or reason of this sleep sickness and the Kazakh government have never commented on it since. Thanks for listening, I really appreciate it. If you're into the strange, morbid or curious, I'll see you in the next episode. Stay safe guys. For real.